This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Gunner Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for making this a part of your morning routines. I hope you had a fantastic week. Uh, you didn't even make it to the end of the week. And um, it's going to be good to get football back underway. I say back underway. I know that we played on Sunday. But just to get some Premier League competitive football back in the building is going to be very much enjoyable indeed. Looking forward to getting down to the Emirates on Saturday uh, for what is an early kickoff, 12.30, which I really, really quite enjoy, early kickoffs. It's completely selfish, the reasons, but it means that I can get up to the Emirates for about 10, 10.30, have breakfast, watch the game, be done with work at about, mm, probably about 4.30-ish, 4 o'clock, and then I've just got the whole rest of the day to enjoy, uh, which is always good. It means I can usually catch up with some people after I finish as well. So completely selfishly uh, enjoying the fact that we are the only kickoff on Saturday. But of course, the Premier League gets underway tomorrow. Manchester City will play Burnley in the opening game of the season. Very exciting indeed to see how that happens, how that goes down. Let's hope that Burnley can pull off quite a significant uh, victory. That would be very much appreciated. Right. Good morning to those joining us live in the chat box. Good morning to Jamie. Good morning to Peeny Ween. Good morning to Runs with Cows. Kyle, good morning to you. Uh, Clock Orange, uh, good morning to Creambone. Good morning to uh, Lynn. Good morning to Front Row, Brendan. We've got, uh, who else have we got in the chat box as well? Kevin, good morning to Matt. Good morning uh, to plenty more of you guys as well. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, I really do appreciate everybody uh, for doing so. It is very much appreciated. Right, let's crack on with today's story, shall we? Let's start off with Matt Turner's move to Nottingham Forest being officially confirmed. Uh, it is uh, and has been completed in time, meaning that he could play his Premier League debut against Arsenal on Saturday. It'll be interesting to see. The first stadium that he arrives at is still 
the Emirates and will be in the Nottingham Forest squad. Will he have an absolute blinder against his former side? Let's wait and see. It'll be very interesting to see how that happens and how that goes on. Of course, I'd be surprised, I guess a little bit surprised um, to see if that if he does start, considering he's barely had any time in the club and they've been using other goalkeepers across preseason. But who knows? Stranger things have happened, I guess. So let's let's wait and see if anything does happen with Matt Turner and if he does indeed start. Marquinhos is set to sign for Nantes. They successfully hijacked the uh, interest and uh, loan move of Olympiacos. He will go on loan without any kind of option to buy, uh, which is a symbol that Arsenal still very much value the player. And when he returns in the summer of 2024, having spent time on loan with now Norwich and with Nantes, will be interesting to see how he's developed. It's a great opportunity to play in Liga. We know that we've had a lot of success. We've players in Liga, like Balogun, like Saliba. So let's hope that Marquinhos is more so one of those guys and less so a Nuno Tavares, because we know how those ones go. Speaking of players that have been on loan in France that didn't do too well, Nicolas Pepe is receiving interest from Saudi Arabian and Italian clubs, according to BN Sports, as Arsenal continue to try and look for a transfer fee. We're still trying to wait and see if we can get uh, any money uh, for Nicolas Pepe. It's going to be very, very difficult Indeed, um, it's going to be very tricky to see whether or not we can get hold of uh, any kind of transfer fee whatsoever because there's been suggestions that his representatives are seeking a termination of his contract with Arsenal. But Arsenal, of course, I think for financial fair play reasons, are looking to try and get, uh, if anything, uh, a few million quid, I suppose, to offset that and uh, improve the books regarding that £72 million investment. Uh, West Ham have entered the race to sign Fuller and Balogun, according to Miguel Delaney of the Independent. Uh, they and Monaco are said to be the two leading candidates involved in any kind of offer for Balogun because Inter Milan are struggling to meet what is an above £40 million valuation. Arsenal have already rejected a €40 million, Euro, so around 344 million pounds they've already rejected that offer from Monaco expecting and it's my understanding that Arsenal want to make Balogun their record sale uh, if he does indeed go this summer if they sell him for upwards of 40 million pounds that would be successfully achieved West Ham entering the race oh it's good it's good to just have a little bit of uh what's the word we're looking for I suppose it's good to have a bit of uh karma and I think uh we should be holding out for at least a hundred million for uh, for Balogun, should we not? So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how much Arsenal can fleece off of of West Ham um, because I want to see forty million plus. Thank you very much um, for for following Balogun, but uh, I think that's Monaco. West Ham, you can pay sixty, at least sixty uh, for for following Balogun. Uh, moving forwards. Well, penultimate story of the day, Charlie Patino is set to sign for Swansea, according to Fabrizio Romano, on loan for the rest of this season. It had been thought that he would be seeking a permanent exit from the club. However, as I've discussed with you and said with you, there's been little to no update on the front of a potential permanent move. There's not been enough interest in the player this summer regarding a permanent move. It will be a dry loan. He will return to the club in 2024. His future with Arsenal is not yet over and it'll be intriguing to see if he has a very successful year with Swansea and that either changes the mind of him and the club as to about his future and if there is a place for him at Arsenal or if indeed Arsenal can get um, a very, very good fee after a very good loan spell again in the championship 
after this season. It would be ideal if Arsenal could get a very good transfer fee. But also, the, the door, I suppose, is still very much open for him to stay at Arsenal for the long term as well. And lastly, our headline story. Edu critics are in the mud. <laughs> very much in the mud because the genius of our Brazilian sporting director has sorted Arsenal quite the deal of the summer. David Rea will not be bought for £30 million. David Rea will join the club on loan for £3 million with an option to buy at £27 million. This is some genius play from Edu Gaspar. Um, some brilliant pieces of work that means that Arsenal can have more freedom in the market between now and the end of the window due to FFP restrictions. They now have a player utterly and entirely motivated to earn that move to Arsenal over the course of this season. He's extended his deal with Brentford for another year, meaning that if he does go back to Brentford, the relationship between the two clubs is still very good indeed because he's maintained his value and he wouldn't lose any value because he still have the, the year extra that he would have lost joining Arsenal for this season. And it gives Arsenal complete control uh, in this deal. And goodness me, Edu has done an amazing job this transfer window. Declan Rice, sorted. Kai Havertz bought for less than what Chelsea wanted him for. Urian Timber, initially valued at 60 million euros. And uh, Edu has managed to get that deal done for less than 40 million euros as well. Um, plus, of course, add-ons, of course, too. Uh, less than 40 million pounds uh, is the price tag for Timber. And now he's been able to, you know, get a loan deal for David Raya and with a buy option that there's potential, according to Fabrizio Romano, to become an obligation to buy, depending on the number of uh, appearances and time on the field. Oh, goodness me. Goodness me, Edu is silencing his critics. And I love, love to see it. Right, let's go to part two then and your questions right after this. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Lovely stuff. Uh, tickets still on sale for this Sunday's event. Link down in the description if you'd like to join us at the Marble May Club in London on Sunday. Show starts at six. Doors open at five. Come join myself, Harry Simu, FK, 
Mike Feinberg and Bailey Keogh for uh, an evening of Arsenal fun and games. Uh, very much looking forward to that. Uh, bring friends, bring family. And uh, I look for seeing as many of you as feasibly possible. By the way, I did see a brilliant comment. Uh, and I need to find it. was really early on. And I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do it. But uh, <laughs> someone said my T-shirt is like when you order the Man United away shirt on Wish. <laughs> was a brilliant comment if you're listening on audio you're gonna to have to hop over to youtube to see what you're saying uh, that is an amazing piece of observational comedy brilliant stuff um let's go to uh pity winters did you manage to complete uh backing yesterday I'll tell you what yesterday i played some walking football never done that before in my life um it's an over 60s thing but i'm allowed to play at training with the uh father-in-law um, that I was very kindly invited along to to get involved. I tell you, walking football is hard. You know, you find every single instinct in your body to kind of sprint for the ball and uh, and chase things down. And you're on the ball as well. It's very difficult. It really encourages passing. So uh, great bit of exercise. Like you really think you wouldn't tire yourself out, but it is really, really difficult. So that's very much enjoyed and uh, certainly enjoyed playing that. Um Ars Hollux says, uh, extremely smart business. Raya will push Ramsdale this season. Don't know what's going on there. If Ramsdale improves further to elite levels, it would have cost us just three million to have a top keeper in reserve as well. Uh, some fantastic stuff. Um, <laughs> John says, hold on, you're not over 60. No, I'm not. There was others were. Me and uh, a friend of mine wasn't. Um, but uh, we're only allowed to attend training. We can't play matches. So uh, that's that's the rule. And I think that's probably fair. Uh, Amira says, Edu deserves a contract <laughs> extension. Uh, it doesn't work that way. But uh, but yeah, he certainly deserves plenty of credit for this deal. Uh, Lynn says, Tom, I owe Edu an apology uh, after the comment I made about him the other day. Yes, I was totally wrong. Well, fair play to you, Lynn. And uh, you're a bigger person than a lot of what other people. Some people just disappear. We don't see them in the chat boxes anymore. Uh, they just go. Um, but uh, certainly those that are holding their hands up about their thoughts of Edu, what a brilliant, brilliant bit of business that he's done. Uh, Jane says, FFP has been given as the reason for the loan to buy of Raya. Do you believe that this is to keep funds for another signing or we have reached our spending capacity? I think it's a bit of both. I think it gives Arsenal freedom toward the end of the window to do other things. I think also that it gives Arsenal the ability to um, obviously stay within the confines of, of those restrictions as well. I don't think we've reached the limit, no. Um, but I also think that there is maybe an expectation that we might have sold a player like Tierney and that might not be happening, but let's wait and see. So there may have been an expectation over sales that hasn't materialised this window to this point. Um, and so we're just doing what we can to stay within the, the realms of that as well. Uh, Clock Orange says, Tom, great deal. But I would also expect to go and get money from the fringe players that we want. Uh, City selling their goalkeeper for 90 million kind of deals. I mean, their goalkeeper was, what, 20 years of age, homegrown, won the European Championships for the other 21s, went to another Premier League side. Uh, Matt Turner, for instance, has been with the club a year, was previously at MLS. Yes, is an international goalkeeper, but isn't really competing with too many other people. And the, the club that signed him ultimately did well, the only club interested in Matt Turner. So you can absolutely see why Trafford went for the money that he did and why Turner went for 10 million. I think Turner deal is great for Arsenal. And I think there's very obvious reasons why a goalkeeper around nine years younger than Turner, but playing at, a same, at the same level, you know, now in the Premier League, went for 
9 million more. So I don't think you can really criticise that. Amira says, do you think there were any ways that we could have used Reyes loan deal as a reason to have also sent Turner out on loan instead of then selling for a bigger fee next season? No, I don't think so. I don't think the interest was there. Uh, for the loans. I think the only club that were interested in Turner have been Nottingham Forest. And so that led to a bit of an ultimatum that we decided to move for. And £10 million for Turner is a really good deal indeed. Uh, KSSMYW says, uh, uh, this has got to be the best transfer window in the club's history. Surely, what do you think? It's going to be very difficult to come out of a transfer window better than this one, that's for sure. Um Ashish says, Tom, signing Rayo alone implies that we've utilised all of our funds, leaving us uh, unable to exceed the 30 million expenses this window uh, with any additional signings during the period, and they are now unlikely. No, I don't think it does. I think it's just a smart bit of business that helps us to can work within FFP, uh, and it gives us more freedom toward the end of the window. So, no, I don't think so. Uh, Mad G says, as great as the Rayo deal is for Arsenal, is it a great deal for Rayo himself? Yes, I think that it is. Uh, I think that the whole point of this deal, obviously, is to help Arsenal financially, of course, as well. Um, but it gives him the the peace of mind that he knows that he can perform. If he gets enough appearances, he'll stay. If he convinces, he'll stay. If he doesn't, you know, he's still got a stable position with that contract length at Brentford. So, yeah, I still think it's a good deal for all parties at the end of the day. Uh, William Salibak says, uh, Tom, it went downhill for Bayern after they tried to assemble the evil trio of Kane, Mane and Sane. Uh, we learn that good shall always prevail. <laughs> they might still get a hold of Kane, so let's wait and see. Uh, Marcus says, free drinks if TJ Decaps award. Fabrizio tweeted a here we go on this. Did he? Did he indeed? Oh, I don't know about that, Marcus. Uh, we've got a minimum bar tab we've got to reach, so uh, <laughs> no free drinks on my bar. Uh, Clock Orange says, Tom, will the meetup panel talk will be live streamed? Not live streamed, no, but it will be recorded. Uh, Anna Simos says, Tom, I heard someone talking about someone like an Alvarez at Arsenal and was wondering who do we have who can score similar from outside the box goals within the squad or from the market. Well, of course, Thomas Partey has got a bit of a name for himself from scoring those types of goals from outside the box. Martin Erdegaard can score plenty of goals from outside the box too. Saka is starting to show himself as a player that can cut inside and score from outside the box as well. So I think we do have a number of players that have that ability at the same time. So do we desperately need somebody? No. Uh, well, Shuzi says, uh, Tom, news on Kudus has gone really quiet over the last few days. A sneaky feeling that he could be on his way. It's gone very quiet. Uh, obviously, since Brighton agreed that fee with Ajax for the player, it's gone very quiet indeed. Are Arsenal waiting to see if they can move on Fuller and Balogun before they're moving themselves for the player? Have they asked Kudus to wait? Who knows? Let's see. Um, but I think Arsenal are holding out to see if they can get that big money in for Balogun and then... We can see what happens moving forwards from there. Uh, was walking football good? I've been looking into it. Yeah, it was. It was really enjoyable. Really, really, really enjoyable. We'll definitely be doing it again. Uh, Holding says, Tom, who is bolder? Edu Gaspar when negotiating for the Raya deal or Stephen Wolf when sending in free memberships? <laughs> oh, without a doubt, Stephen. <laughs> without a doubt. Uh, Lewis says, the Raya deal is genuinely genius. It also means that we aren't in a position where we're losing value on Ramsdale, absolutely, uh, absolutely 100% indeed. Uh, Ozimato says the Raya situation reminds me of the Odegaard loan. There were differences between those two. Odegaard didn't have an option to buy in that, but certainly the motivation of, of Odegaard as well um, has been very, very good uh, and, and led to that signing that we made in the summer of 2021 also. Um, great show with Sophie yesterday. If you haven't checked out Sophie's channels, uh, Make sure you do. I was joined. I joined her uh, yesterday. 
Uh, I, I did share it on our community tab. So if you want to go and watch my show with Sophie, you can do. If you go to the community tab on the channel, it will show up for you. Um, Simon says, how many FA charges will we face this season? Surprise, Odegaard didn't get fined for nearly ending Alvarez's career on Sunday. Um, I'm sure we'll get plenty. It's just the Arsenal way, isn't it? We just love, absolutely love uh, an FA charge. It's just the way that it goes. Uh, Razor says, which player scores the first goal at the Emirates this season? Great question. We're doing our preview show tomorrow for the game against Forest. Um, but uh, who will score the first goal at the Emirates this season? I'm going to go with a Ben White screamer. That's probably the most likely um outcome <laughs> so yeah i think we're gonna go over ben white screen with my friend Dirk says what do you think about patino's ceiling maybe he could have done with a prem loan would you take ganabria as that first as that final signing of course i would but he's not available uh patino's ceiling prem loan sure but you've got to have premier league teams interested and to our understanding there wasn't so that's kind of where we're at so i think people rate patino perhaps significantly higher than where he is at right now and a championship loan again is the right way forward swansea are a better club than blackpool so i think for me that is probably the right the right pathway you know we've got him into a more competitive side in the championship for next season um swansea so far played one drawn one uh yes i know blackpool currently i think one did they win um aren't blackpool in league one i'm pretty sure they are now so you know he's staying in the He's staying in the championship for this forthcoming season. The last game was they won against Northampton Town in the first round of the EFL Cup. Swansea drawing against Birmingham. Uh, Jerry Yates getting a late goal. But yeah, I think he's going to be able to benefit from this loan without a shadow of a doubt. Um, let's go to scrolling down a little bit more. A lot of you saying Havertz. Rice or Havertz, Trossard, Martinelli and Ketia are suggestions for who might score first um let's see uh, i look forward to watching the game i'm really excited for it uh we have to win pressure's on must win game every game is a must must win game for a title challenge so let's wait and see if we can do it uh jalali says oh edu is giving me david dean vibes not there yet but he really seems to know what he is doing the depth that we have now is something i can't remember seeing uh me neither quite some time since we've had a squad like this and props to edu props to arteta props to everyone involved in the club um, for getting these deals done. And hopefully, of course, we can kind of move on the players that we still need to move on. Lokonga, Tavares, Holding, um, you know, Balogun as well is involved in this. Pepe, let's get this sorted. Let's get this end of the window finished, completed. And uh, yeah, hopefully it's going to be a really, really positive end and we can end the summer on a on a, as close to 10 out of 10 as feasibly possible. Um Captain Ace is only a year younger than Jude Bellingham unless he develops at a rate of knots. He isn't making the grade. I'm assuming that's Job. Is it Job? I think Bellingham. Um, yeah, I can't say that, you know. Uh, or is that Patino we're talking about, I suppose? Yeah, he isn't developing at the same kind of rate as Jude Bellingham. But Jude Bellingham is a bit of a an outlier. Uh, he is an unbelievable player. Unbelievable. Uh, Marcus says, what's the TGT Fantasy League code? I can give you the Fantasy League code. I have set it up if you would like to join our TGT Fantasy League. We do have a Members League and a wider TGT Fantasy League. The Fantasy League, let's have a look. Uh, this one is what the one I want. How do I invite people to the league? Uh, invitational configure leagues. Is that the way we do it? I need to find out how we can invite people. 
Uh, I want the Gunatalk Fantasy League. Invite friends. Okay. So the code to join the Fantasy League uh, is CFJ092. So I'll put that in the chat box for you. CFJ092. Public uh, Gunatalk Fantasy League. There is a members Discord server league as well that you'll have to join up as a member to join that league, of course, as well. But that is the uh, that's the code. So if you want the code to join our Fantasy League, that is it. There you go. Lovely stuff. Um, okay. Uh, let's go to Chun Ho. Says, how much do you think Arsenal will accept for Balogun? Upwards of forty million pounds. I think they're looking for because uh, that would represent the. Um, that would represent the the record sale for the club. I think that's what they are looking for. And says, where is the members league? The members league. If you go into the Discord server, there is a channel uh, in that uh, server which is fantasy football. And if you scroll up, you'll be able to find uh, the link somewhere. Someone will share it, I'm sure. Um, but uh, if I can find it, I will try and find it. So here it is. I've actually already found it. So yeah, if you go to that message, you'll be able to find it here. There you go. Uh, it's there. Right. Um, I says, oh, no, Tom, I'm sure that's not a Man United away shirt you're wearing. It looks suspiciously like it. It does. Well, I once got called this as like more of a Newcastle shirt. I've worn this shirt a couple of times. Uh, first, it was a Newcastle shirt. Now, apparently, it's a Man United away shirt. I just quite like it. Vertical lines, slimming. You know, it's tactical. That's what it is. It's very tactical indeed. It's deceiving. Uh, Brendan says, Tom, do you think Moyes is paying back some money to Ferguson for these transfer values from Maguire and McTominay? It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's unbelievable how much money Man United are going to be making off those. It's a bit frustrating because, of course, you know, Arsenal struggle to get top money for some players and they're very lucky, Man United, that they've got a club like West Ham that are willing to spend silly money on players. You know, they might end up spending on James Ward-Prowse, Maguire, McTominay, Balogun potentially as well. Uh, they may end up spending like up, way upwards of £100 million. And they've got the money. So, you know, they should, really. Um, they really, really should. Uh, let's go to Phil says, who are you starting at the position uh, in the opening game? Trossard, Havertz, and Ketty or Balogun? It won't be Balogun. Uh, I'd start Trossard, personally. Uh, I think Trossard would be the one I would start. Martin Elliott, left wing, Trossard through the middle, and Saka on the right. But do watch our preview show that's going to be coming out tomorrow. I'll be putting a message into our uh, members' Discord server to get you guys onto that very, very soon indeed. Marcus says, does my man Bailey have a tab for us on Sunday? Oh, you can try and ask Bailey to buy you a drink. I'm not saying it'll be successful, but you can try. Uh, you can certainly try. Uh, Sleepy Cat says, hey, Tom, is the rare deal with an option or an obligation? Ornstein and Fabrizio are saying two different things. Well, according to Fabrizio, it's an option that turns into an obligation, depending on the amount of minutes that he plays. But I haven't seen any suggestion of an obligation from David. Um, I can give you the uh, Football London uh, view on it. Let me just go and find that. Here we go. Um, Arsenal are set to sign, uh, according to my colleague, Kaya. Uh, Arsenal are set to sign goalkeeper David Rowe on an initial season on loan with an option to make the move permanent. Um, so, yeah, um, there isn't a obligation is the line that our, my colleagues at FL are putting out. So that's the line I'll go with. You know, no obligation involved if that is to be uh, the case. That's what my colleagues are saying. So I'll stick with those guys. Uh, LJ says, didn't we sell Oxlade Chamber to Liverpool in a much lower market for 40 million? Balogun needs to be 40 to 45. Uh, Oxlade Chamberlain joins Liverpool. Let's see what the actual price was uh, for a player that was obviously homegrown 
and uh, playing in the prime of his 24 years of age. £35 million was what we got for Oxlade-Chamberlain going to Liverpool, remember. Um, so if there was a Liverpool involved in Balogun, um, I think we'd probably be able to get significantly more. But if we can get up to £40 million, fantastic. Uh, Lynn says, Tom, the flip side is that how West Ham wastes money, and that is why they're not going anywhere as a club. Look, if I was a West Ham fan, I'd be calling for David Moyes to be sacked at the end of last season. I don't care that they won the UEFA Conference League. Man, that manager, David Moyes, has limited West Ham in the last year or two. The team that they had, Paqueta, who could be going to Man City, for all we know. You know, 80-odd million quid could be going for Man to Man City. 100 million pound rice, Socek. Um, they had Pablo Fornals, Jared Bowen. Skamaka, they had misused him and now have lost him after a season. You know, they had a great team and they've wasted it. You know, they should have been getting into the, easily into the top half and a better manager would have got more out of that side and failed to do so tom thank you so much for joining up and continuing to support the channel as a member it is very much appreciated uh, and uh, another re-welcome to the family amberly says i'm sure they realize uh, but who is available it's far better to wait for the next season when there are multiple big clubs fighting over scraps i'm going to make a guess that this might be in response to a question about strikers it is indeed troy mitchell says when will arsenal realize that they do actually need a better striker than what we have our main striker is injured why isn't there a concern i think because we've signed Havertz who can play there we've got trossard who can play there we've got Nketiah who can play there and that as that comment in response to you um troy which i was trying to then find again uh because there simply is not Amberly says there is not the options. The market isn't there for strikers for us. You know, the strikers that we could have signed, Hoyland, A, is injured, ironically, and could be out for a little bit longer than Man United expected. Could even miss the game against Arsenal. Um, Gonzalo Ramos has gone to PSG. There really isn't a market out there for strikers right now. So uh, there's no point panicking and buying a striker that ultimately isn't the striker that you need just for the sake of getting a striker. So it really is for me... Kolo Moani is like really the only option and he's going to cost you about 80 million quid. I'm just not sure that we can do that uh, between now and the end of the window. So Havertz, Nketiah, Trossard, Jesus is a great group of options that we've got at striker in a market that does not have many striker options for us right now. Um, let's go to Chip says, uh, Tom, please give my son Eli a shout out. He's 10 and listens every night to the podcast. Eli, you're an absolute legend, mate. Uh, ben says, Tom, do you think uh, that we need cover for Saka? I do. And again, it's why I've said, I think if I'm going to bring in one player between now and the end of the window, it's a versatile forward that can play on the right and through the middle. Mohamed Kudus is my choice. Um, let's go to Phil says, if we can get Ozzyman, our, our squad will be complete. Well, Saudi Arabia apparently were close to offering 180 million euros and Napoli wouldn't have accepted it. So Phil, I don't think you've got any hope of getting Victor Rosamen at Arsenal. Um, I also don't know what the obsession around trying to get Tony in January is, or even some have suggested we should try and buy Tony now. I think it's ludicrous to suggest that we try and buy Tony now. And, you know, I've, I've made my thoughts very clear around the Tony situation. So uh, I, I would not want to see Arsenal sign him in January at all. Um, Chelsea being in for Lavia, says Derek. They are indeed, as I predicted. I thought that they might move for Lavia. The Caicedo deal proving too difficult, and they are now rivaling. I tell you what, Liverpool's midfield is in trouble. Liverpool are in desperate need of a defensive midfielder, and they are not finding one. So, yeah, let's let's wait and see, because very, very difficult indeed. Um, Jay says, who are your favourite ever Arsenal players in each position? Each position? 
Wow. Uh, goalkeeper is Chesney. Uh, right back. Might be Ben White, you know. <laughs> He's been so good. And I and obviously being a younger fan as well, I do have my affiliations to the, the more modern players. So yeah, Ben White. Centre halves, uh, Sol Campbell, and again, Saliba is another one that's just proven to be a fantastic option for us and really likable as a player. So Campbell and imagine having Sol Campbell and and Saliba as a back two. That'd be unbelievable. Uh left back. I love Nacho Monreal. Not because he was great. I just really loved Nacho Monreal. I don't know what it was. He scored big goals in big moments. I remember that goal he scored against Man City. Um, it was Man City, wasn't it? It was after before the Alexis goal. We scored that goal against Manchester United. Turned up in FA Cups, did Nacho Monreal. Loved him. Um, midfielders, Santi Cazorla. Always, always going to love Santi Cazorla. Um, and... I know people, for some reason, when I say Liam Brady, people criticise me for saying Liam Brady. They're like, you're not even alive when you saw him. And I was like, yes. But there's this amazing thing called the internet that exists that's allowed me to go back and watch players. And no one's really captured my... No one is able to capture my attention when I watch back clips of Liam Brady and what he was like playing in the 70s. I mean, he was by far the best player of that generation for me. And Arsenal, just such a shame they didn't have the squad around Brady at that time you know, to, to to rise to a different level. And he rightly made that switch to, to Italy, which he needed to do. Um, so, yeah, Brady and Santi Cazorla as my midfield too, uh, which is very creative. I don't know how, much, how many goals we're going to concede. Um, right wing, Kaisaka. Just love the kid. Absolutely love the kid. I could go Jumberg. I could go Walcott. I could go a lot of players, but, you know, Saka... Uh, is just just so good. Left side, Alexis Sanchez. Love Alexis Sanchez. <laughs> Absolutely adored the guy. I ignore the move to Man United. I adored him at Arsenal. So Alexis Sanchez on the left. And up top, you can't really go much further on the Thierry Henry and Dennis Bergkamp. Uh, it has to be those two. I know a lot of people like to put Rice in. Uh, sorry, Rice. <laughs> why, uh, right. Sorry, not Rice. I'm right. Why? Well, can't talk. I don't know why I had Rice in my head, but I know a lot of people would like to put Ian Wright in. Um, but for me, it has to be Bergkamp and Anomri as those two. Has to be. Absolutely has to be. Uh, okay. Uh, let's go to Phillips. Is Tom West Ham under Moyes were very good uh, the season before last. Also, 105 million for academy player and doubling the money for Paqueta is pretty decent. Oh, it's, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's bad business that they haven't done. I'm just saying that. They should have done way more, uh, way, way more. They should have had a better manager getting more from that team. It didn't need a Moyes-type coach that just needs the strikers, as Antonio said in an interview, to feed off of scraps. That's not what they needed. They needed a coach that was going to get the best out of the technical players they had, and they just didn't do that. Uh, Stephen says, which club are you most worried about in the 23-24 season? Without a doubt, I still feel as though Man City are, are, are the team to be worried about for obvious reasons. Outside of them, who am I most worried about? Aston Villa, potentially. Um, look very, very difficult to beat. Uh, very, very good players. And they've got a good manager, you know, a manager that suits them. He wasn't right for Arsenal, Unai Emery, but he was right for Aston Villa and he right for that type of team and those types of players. So, yeah, I think there are lots of um, teams in the Premier League this season that are going to be proving as serious challenges but I'm looking forward to getting underway on on Saturday and seeing how we get on I'm also looking forward to seeing how Burnley play against Man City on Friday so let's hope that uh let's hope that Burnley can do us a big big favor Jay says Liverpool will be dangerous they'll be dangerous but they'll be vulnerable at the moment defensively they have big big problems do Liverpool so we've got to try and take advantage of that whenever that game comes around right 
let's uh, let's wrap the show up there. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Very much appreciate all of you doing so. Do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel as always. Um, I hope you had a great Thursday. I hope you have a great day tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow morning, of course, to round up all the latest Arsenal news. We'll also have a preview show tomorrow looking ahead to the game uh, against Nottingham Forest on Saturday. And then, of course, Saturday is game day. Uh, any more transfer chaos? Any more Edu masterclasses? We will be here to talk about it and let you know. But for all those Edu critics that are sitting watching quietly, hello. Um, and for those of you that I know have backed the guy, I really, really appreciate the work that's been done by him and others. Uh, I think we can feel pretty vindicated this morning after what was a brilliant piece of business yesterday. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening. Uh, I will see you again very soon. And as always, stay safe and well. And I'll be awesome. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go. And you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.